0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Failure Effect, a show about reclaiming the word failure and turning it into success. Now, without further ado, I want to introduce today's guest. She's a phenomenal woman. She has been through a lot. She has done a lot. She has influenced many. She has changed lives. Now, she does so many things in a row. I have to read them out because I can't remember all of them. So our guest, Tazim Elkington, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. Karibu, now Tazim is a hypnotherapist. She's a talk therapist, a regression therapist, an evolutionary disruptor, we'll find out very soon exactly what that means, an authentic leadership coach and a public speaker. And I'm pretty sure you've heard of her, right? And if you haven't, then you will find her on the social media handles that we will show you in a few minutes. But otherwise, Tazim, I want to go straight into your story because you come from a very, very fascinating background, right? Thank you. Fascinating,
1: <laughs> challenging, yeah. yes,
0: and expansive, yes. Okay. All right. So you had a very interesting childhood, right? And this obviously had an impact on who you are now and how how you ended up where you ended up. So, could you tell us a little bit about what it was like growing up for you and the challenges that you faced and how you overcame
1: them? So I'm going to I'm going to share. Uh, just an overview like you requested because Mm -hmm. it's too long yeah (laughs) okay okay (laughs) all right so I had a uh, an interesting childhood because as you know I moved around a lot Mm -hmm. and I moved around a lot because uh, my mother left when I was three and then uh, my father was working and I was taken to homes where I could be taken care of and then he remarried, and by the time he remarried, I came to live with them. And so it was a very, um, you know, it wasn't the, the standard um, childhood where, you know, you have a family unit and you grow up with the home and all of that that goes with it. So it was a, a childhood where there wasn't anything solid. There wasn't a clear foundation. And because I lived with different people, It wasn't, uh, and each family has their own way of being. Uh There wasn't anything to anchor me into life. And so I realized very early on that I needed to anchor myself Uh and to also uh, learn to make decisions for myself, learn to do things for myself. And this was, I I think, children don't think about these things, they just Mm -hmm. do them because that's the circumstance, that's the situation. Mm -hmm. And so I learned very early on that I needed to learn how to depend on myself and myself meant who is myself, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, Who is this person? This is a child. What does this child know? Mm -hmm. What does this child understand? What does this child feel, you know? Today, we ask these questions for children. Those days, there was nothing like that. Mm -hmm. What are you feeling? That was not even a question. So um, it was trial and error, Mm -hmm. mess up, trip, fall, fall on your teeth, Mm -hmm. uh, get hurt. Mm -hmm. And in the process, some parts were, okay, you can do this better. And some parts were, you've messed up. Yeah. So can you really trust yourself? Mm-hmm. So very early on, you know, it, it became a story about a person that had to look for ways of surviving, mm-hmm. living, and finding ways to deal with the world. hmm And so that's what happened.
0: Okay. So when you say that you moved from house to house,
1: were these relatives, were these friends that you were living with? They were... uh, One was uh, a family. Uh, One was family. This was my dad's uh, stepsister. Uh, Then there were uncles and aunts. And then there were people I didn't know. Mm -hmm. So it was a mixed bag. Okay.
0: All right. So... At what point, do you remember at what point it is or what age it was that you finally took control of your life and you said, right, I'm striking it out by myself?
1: Uh, Just before I turned 18 Uh and I decided, okay, I've got to figure out what this life means. I mean, the question, what am I doing here? You know, Mm -hmm. what is everybody doing here? These questions were there, maybe not clear because I was too young. But at eight just before I turned eighteen I thought you know what I can't hack this anymore
0: mm-hmm.
1: first of all i I need to understand this country I'm born in because I don't really know it I don't know the people mm-hmm. I have not you know i I was I was in that in that brown lane yeah and I didn't want to stay there
0: mm-hmm.
1: because I felt that you know I needed to understand the mm-hmm. cultures and the the, the more about Kenya. In fact, it's shocking. I I didn't even know much about the tribes, about uh, how Kenyan Kenya got its independence. Mm. I mean, our education systems also don't teach us all true, of this, you know. True, true. So I felt quite ignorant,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so to want to get over my ignorance, I needed to break out. Mm-hmm. And so I did, and I left home. Okay. And um, I decided to carve my own path. Uh-huh. And it was a very, very challenging decision okay. because, uh, you know, it's 17 and a half or 18, and moving out of home and going out into the world, I mean, Kenya was a big world then, uh-huh. you know, and, 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 and going out, just out and, and having no clue. Mm-hmm. So that was, I think that was pretty courageous of me. I, I don't even know where I got it from, right? And how I, you know, there was there was no fear. Mm-hmm. I think because of the life I would had, there was no fear. Mm-hmm. I've been more fearful lately than I was at that age. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There was there was it was like I can do this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So uh, yeah. I went out and I was fortunate enough to find my way through the world, to find a job and to find uh, a place to stay and move through life. Mm-hmm. Uh, purely luck. Mm-hmm. Purely luck. I don't know. It could have been also this life path that was predestined. I have no idea.
0: Mm-hmm. So for context, do you remember what year this was that you struck out? 78. Or 1978. 1st wow. April
1: 1978. I okay. actually decided to leave home on April 1st. Right. <laughs> because? Humor. Uh-huh. Being silly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And thinking, yeah, you know, April 1st, it might look like an April Fool's joke, but it's not. Right. So I was okay. being silly. Okay. There's there's no other way to put it. Right.
0: Okay. 17 and a half or close to 18 in the big bad world, what did you do
1: first? Like, where did you work? So I worked with uh, the United Touring Company mm-hmm. in the Hertz department. Mm-hmm. Um, car hire. Mm-hmm. That was an experience. Oh, my goodness. It was such a great experience. Yeah. The, the The work itself was, was not complicated. Mm-hmm. And I had had no training. Yeah. I'd barely finished all levels. And... I was working with people much older than me. I was mm-hmm. actually the baby in the, in the office. Okay, and, uh, and I was working with Kenyans, mm-hmm. which is what I was... You know, I, I wanted to experience this. Mm-hmm. I'm a Kenyan. I want to experience what it means to be with my fellow people, right? And then it was... They used to, they used to just laugh at me. They used to think I'm such... A, a funny person because I used to come out with all sorts of things. I can't remember them now. Uh-huh. Uh, but they used to find me hilarious. Uh-huh. And they used to say that, you know, they haven't met anybody that has, has the courage to do what I'm doing. Uh-huh. And so I was there for like two and a half years. And uh, it, was, it was, my first job was a fantastic experience. Uh-huh. Really, really. All right. So, so far, the picture
0: that I am building of you is determination to succeed, determination to stand on your own two feet. Yes. Okay. All right. But then something happens. And I'm going to switch very quickly to a subject that's close to, I think, all of our hearts, which is marriage and love and relationships.
1: Yes. So, what happened? (laughs) So, you know, um, I was... I was out to crack the mold. Mm-hmm. I wanted to break that mold. However, I didn't realize that I was in no position to break the mold because I was still conditioned. Yeah. That girls are supposed to get married, have children. That is really their role. Mm-hmm. And that even if you go out into the world, uh, that has to become part of the script. Yeah. So I didn't realize this was... The only thing I was clear about was the fact that I didn't have to marry someone that was in the same lane. Mm-hmm. And that was not something that was allowed. Mm-hmm. But since I had left, I was able... I, was, I, I put myself in the position that I could choose. Mm-hmm. So I met my... Who is now my ex-husband. I met him when I was literally just 18. Wow. Uh-huh. And no clue. No. Mm-hmm. I, just, 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 I so naive, so unworldly, so innocent. And I fell madly in love. And so did he. Okay. And he was he was eight years older than me. He was 26. Wow. So in those days, you know, years is a, I mean, yeah, okay, he's a man. Mm-hmm. So here, here I am, mm-hmm. got married, had a baby, had a second baby, and he is of, uh, um, he's 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 mixed. He's a couple of he's a quarter Kikuyu, quarter Dutch, quarter Nandi, quarter British. So he's a real combination. Right, and so it was a completely different culture, completely different way of living. Uh, You know, everything from food to value systems to, and did I even know what value systems were then? I had no clue, Uh right? To behavior, to priorities, to challenges. It was all different. Uh So because I was very adaptable, you know, having moved out and, made these decisions, and I was adaptable to even fit into this mixed culture.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And uh, it, was, it, was a, it was educational, because it was a mix of many different flavors. Uh, and so, unfortunately, the marriage wasn't working right uh-huh. from the get-go. Okay, I, I knew that because I didn't have a foundational understanding of the roles of male, female in relationships, it was, again, it was off the cuff, you uh-huh. know, let's build as we go along. And he, his father died when he was very, uh, when he was eight years old. Right. So he didn't have a father figure in his life. Uh-huh. So he didn't know either. And his mother had eight kids. So. Wow. You know, it it, it the, the clash of um, not even the clash, the, the difference of different backgrounds, different understanding, different culture. It happens even if you come from the same tribe. Yes, you know. So can you imagine with these stark differences? It wasn't we 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 didn't choose an easy path. Yeah, and then there were externalities that also impacted us, and you know. You know, our culture, we, we've got to get some of our stuff yes. together, you know, the alcohol and the womanizing and yeah. all of that. Mm-hmm. So at some stage, I couldn't take it anymore. Um, it was extremely painful. Okay. Uh, and my concern was my, well, my children. Yes. Because they were growing up, they were seeing a lot of disruption, dysfunctionality. Mm-hmm. Um hearing things they ought not to hear and seeing things they ought not to have seen. Yeah. Um, And therefore, uh, at some stage, it took years. Uh I gathered up. I tried initially, but I wasn't ready, and he convinced me to stay, and it was better I stayed because I'd have not managed. Okay. So I decided, do the best we can, but... (sighs) It wasn't going to work. There okay. was too much pain under the bridge. Right. And so at some point, um, I made the decision, it's time to go.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And by then, we'd been married for nearly 15 years. Uh-huh. And the girls had grown up in that environment. Uh-huh. Um, and it's not about who's right, who's wrong. I mean, I, I used to get upset, and I had a temper, and I used to, you know... I, I, I couldn't hack it, right? Uh, because it was, as far as I was concerned, this is not the way to love. Mm-hmm. So then I started the divorce proceedings, and that was a very painful time. That mm-hmm. was a very very painful time, and I, and it, it, it was just. Uh, challenging. It took two and a half years. Over two years, yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Okay.
0: Right. So in the meantime, while you're going through all of this, you're still building your career pretty determinedly. Yes. Okay. How was that going?
1: I had to mask all of this. I couldn't go to work and fall apart Mm -hmm. because this was the only part in my life that was sustainable that was that would sustain me and the kids Mm -hmm. I had to be very solid and not only was I running uh, a tour operator I was also because he'd gone away in between he'd gone away to Saudi Saudi Arabia for two and a half years Mm -hmm. and I had to make him come back because what was the point of being married Mm -hmm. if the man wasn't going to be around right so it's also getting uh and he came back and opened his own company and I used to also help him there. Uh-huh. So I not only did I have a full time job, two children, and uh uh helping him in in his uh company, I I, I barely got X number of hours to sleep also, uh-huh. you know? So I was on overload. Right. So I couldn't show, I couldn't take my my life, my home life into my office. Mm -hmm. I had to keep those two apart. Yes, yes. And I put on, you know, the masks we put on. Yes. Everybody has to see that you're doing all right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that we pretend. Mm -hmm. And I had to put on the pretentious face Mm -hmm. that all is wonderful in my world. One of my, I think, grace, a big grace for me was the fact that um, I was a very happy-go-lucky cricket, Uh you know, and I would be able to switch. Uh But it was must. And I had to keep pushing at work because I knew that ultimately I would need an income to support my kids Yeah, because I'd be challenged, I knew. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I kept. I I went from you know just being a, a, the, the counterperson to a manager and then ultimately a general manager of wow. Wildlife Safari. Mm-hmm. And for a woman those days, yes, yeah, it, it was not easy. True, true. And in the process, you know, uh, it, it, a lot of oh, how come she is, you know, and a lot of things that they would pin on you, Mm -hmm. not the hard work you do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I pushed myself to keep going. That determination you're talking about Mm -hmm. and not letting up, yes.
0: If you like the discussion so far, please do not forget to like, subscribe, and share the content that you're watching with your friends and family. So... Back to you, Tazim. While you're busy building your career because you know that you need to financially support your children, you're also having to parent your children. And these are two girls, yes? Okay. So coming from the background that you come from, right, and raising daughters because girls tend to be affected by the drama in the household a lot more than boy, well, okay, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe boy children get it worse. I don't know. But what are you learning through your journey Of parenting when you haven't had your own example in your own childhood.
1: So, firstly, all children are affected. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, doing the work I do now, um, we have really suppressed the boy child Mm -hmm. and we have taken away their feelings. Mm -hmm. Okay based on the fact that we have this thing that boys must not cry. Boys must not show their weakness. Mm-hmm. So we come from this very patriarchal, colonized mind yeah. that has reduced the boy child, just to put that out there. Yes. So thank you for bringing that up, okay. Um And of course, children are affected. So my girls were very affected. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't realize I, I didn't realize how affected they were. I know they were affected, but I didn't realize how much. Uh-huh. And, you know, because I had no parenting. Yeah. My parenting was to give them more freedom because I didn't have freedom uh-huh. per se. There was, and I don't know whether the word is freedom or space yeah. because the word freedom also uh, is 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 it really possible to be free in this world? You know, it's it's a question mark.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I think it's more about space and then creating your own little freedoms through uh-huh. that.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And so my parenting was give them more space, allow them to do more, allow them to express more, allow them to, to understand more. However, I messed up also yeah. because, I mean... Parenting is is one of the most difficult, challenging aspects of life. Mm -hmm. We're all doing this trial and error, apart from the fact that we're carrying generations of baggage. This is true. yeah. Generations. Mm -hmm. Okay? And we don't even realize how much baggage we're carrying. Mm -hmm. So everyone wants to be a parent different from their parent. Yes. Yes. And in the process, we go the opposite. And the opposite may not always be the best. True. Or the same may not be the best. Or the middle may not be the best because each child is so different. Uh Uh So today's parenting is more about what does each child need, require, What is essential? What kind of character is this little person? Those days we had no clue. Uh Uh No clue. So in the process, with the circumstance, the situation, I am sure, you know, there was... uh, This affected both of them. Okay. And at some point, it was like, you know, do we look for help? But there was no help. Yeah. Yeah. Now we talk about counselling and therapy. And personally, for me, I think every human being, Uh every single human being today ought to go and get therapy Uh because of the baggage we're carrying from centuries. True. Okay? The biases, the prejudices, the, uh, the, the lack of values, the violence. Violence is one of the biggest things, especially on our continent, Uh violence and abuse is so normalized. Yeah. So we don't even realize the depths of pain and hurt and damage we're all carrying. Exactly. I used to get beaten as a kid. And even as a teenager, I used to get beaten. Uh So... Automatically, that was translated. I used to smack my children. I didn't beat them. I smacked them. Yeah. Even that. Mm -hmm. And when I realized the the harm, I stopped. Mm -hmm. But by then, it was maybe too late already. Yeah. Okay. So the one thing I would say to anyone who is listening, please do not beat your children. And do not scream and shout at them. I used to do it. Mm Learn to have discussions, Uh negotiation, Uh communication. Uh, Because these are the habits and behavior we need to break. Yes, yes. We we really need to stop that. Uh We cannot carry on Uh like we've done for decades. Okay.
0: Right. Thank you for those insights about parenting. Yeah, I hope um, all of us have something to reflect on. Um, And in a bit, we'll be showing you what's coming up next.